Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill uh welcome in hang on i don't know what the fuck is going on with this thing off to a bad start welcome 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 to the eric zane show podcast daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from right here. Fear Bunker North in the heart. Heart of the Northland? Fear Bunker North in the heart of the North. It's cold in this room right now. Uh, but everything has gone as planned. And I, I'm just so grateful for this. To be here and not everything is a disaster. Like yesterday. The fact that, uh, you know, the sun was just minutes from riot, had risen barely. And uh, I'm, I'm wandering around, and then all of a sudden I realized no O'Neill. It was a bad feeling. The ground's all wet. Of course, I'm wearing Crocs. Instantly, my socks are soaked. As I'm stomping around in giant piles of leaves because I didn't rake at the end of the year last year. Uh, I I was talking with my wife about this and I, uh, I even mentioned it on the Patreon. The excruciating level of hopelessness as I was pondering what I was going to do without O'Neal. Oh. 
That is a uh, that is a gruesome fate, you know. Uh, and and here it is, just a dog. I mean, I shouldn't say just a dog, but you know what I mean. There are times when people could be in like a life and death situation with their own life, or a loved, or like a a, a human being. You know, I take it back. Uh, O'Neill would probably be be worse. Uh, as I indicated, unless you are a direct family member. Direct family member. And I had to choose between O'Neill and you. I'm picking O'Neill every time. My God. And uh, after he got back yesterday, as the day wore on, I, I firmly believe uh, that he knew he screwed up. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I've uh, just been gift wrapped something uh, Chris on the live stream just said that eight-year-old kid was missing for two days in the porcupine mountains look what I'm gonna talk about in a little bit Chris wow it says found eight-year-old in porcupine mountains Before I revealed that, he wrote, I hope that's not a spoiler. Yeah. What, what, how often? Okay. This is a perfect opportunity for me to explain to you. As a, as a reminder. Don't drop breaking news on the chat. If it's in your brain. And you want to discuss it. I probably will too. The difference is. I'm doing a show. My God. Your only job. Stevie shut up. I've I've about had it with you. She says, that's not breaking news. It was on TV last night. Ding dong. I'm suggesting it could be a story I talk about. Chris says, I, I'm not really mad, but I'm still going to beat you up. I know this. It's early. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Of course, it's something I'm going to talk about. I have to put together a show. Outside of my personal stories, I am dependent upon what happens in the world. That's how it works. So when I decide, all right, hey, I'm going to talk about this, this, and this. And you're thinking that too. This is all you have to do. This is all your job. Enjoy the show. And comment on the things I'm commenting on. So if I'm making a crack about O'Neill in the woods and you guys are talking like Kenny yesterday, he's firing off a number of great jokes. Kenny is a, uh, has absolutely turned around how it is, uh, how to be an appropriate audience member. He comments with jokes on the things I'm talking about. Sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes 
I'll be uh, I'll be in here doing my thing, and then hey, you guys, hear about and, and it's like fucking a dude. Please comment on what I'm talking about and have a good time. Make yourselves at home. So like, hey guys, guess what I'm going to be talking about a little bit later on? The the fucking little kid lost in the mountains. In uh, in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Hey, hey, they found him, guys. See how the steam, uh, or the or the, the the air gets let out of the balloon, and then dumbass Stevie with, oh, I that's not breaking news. I heard about it yesterday. Shut up, Amanda Light. And he says, I didn't even say anything, but the compliment turned into an insult in the middle of the sentence. Damn. All right. You guys are fine. I'm just busting your balls. But I I, I do need to make that a point. You guys have been so good on the jokes as I do the show live. Maureen says, Amanda Light just made me laugh. All right. That's what this show is all about, laughing. Laughing and having fun. Oh, my God. But, um, no, I, in, in all seriousness, fuck. The fact that I didn't know what direction he went, and I still, it's still a mystery as of right now as, as to where he went, what happened. It's also a mystery as to why I paid hundreds of dollars for these fucking GPS trackers, and they suck tons of dick. Um, someone suggested air tags, Apple air tags. And, and that is my next, the next thing I'm going to do. And, um, I don't know if they rely on the same technology. Would it, uh, would they, you know, if it's GPS and I'm here in this, uh, desolate, uh, uh, world up here, um, would it still have the same negative effect? I mean, would it, would it suck because there's, a weak signal. I don't know, but I'm willing to try. Um, as the day went, okay. So I was all jacked. I did the show yesterday somehow. By the way, that was that was difficult to um, uh, have to decompress and then do a show. That was really hard. Um, I did my best. I hope it was okay. I got done, and then um, I realized there's eight billion tons of fallen leaves all around this property, which they have to disappear. And the way we do it here is we rake them into a tarp and then we drag them off into the woods. So I began that process and mother fuck, you would not believe the amount, the sheer uh, quantity. It's, it's ridiculous. So, uh, I, I raked so much yesterday that like, uh, uh, my hips started to hurt. My my hands were starting to get bl- I got blisters on my fingers. Name the song. Name the song. And uh, fuck the 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 goal when I came up here was to to paint the inside of Fear Bunker North, but the leaf th- the the leaf thing cropping up is uh has taken center stage. If I don't get these leaves up grass dies and then i mean it already 
it's a pretty rustic setup here. I don't want it to look, you know, like a former Zaniac's front yard. So, you know, that's that's kind of what's been uh, what I did for hours yesterday. I didn't set foot in here to do anything. And today I'm going to get right back at it and try to get rid of these fucking leaves. This is perfect because that, that's if my dad were here, he'd pick them up like one at a time with his hands and, and transport them off into the uh, woods. He would love that. But uh, no, I got to get this shit done. I spent significant time yesterday doing that. And uh, these are the type of leaves where um, like they, they fell and then uh, ate. 18 feet of snow was on top of them. So they're actually still wet. The layer that's right on the touching the floor of the forest or the property from like all that snow and they're compacted down and you really got to dig with the rake. It's a fucking bitch. We got a grub problem here too, by the way. Um, Didn't see any snakes. Didn't see any ticks. A lot of very large spiders. And I, I'm so ridiculous because I'll be raking and I'll see them struggling to get away. And uh, I, I, I let them go. I, I want to make sure that I rake around them so that I don't disturb them. You know, they're already freaked out. I don't need to scare them anymore. I'm such a little child. Uh, the suggestion that O'Neill was hiding under the trailer the whole time. That's a, I didn't think once of that. And I haven't thought about that since at all. And you saying that is the first time that I've thought about that. That is excellent. Fuck. Maybe he was under the trailer. I hope not. It still doesn't explain that fucking tracker. Just throwing him out in the middle of the woods. I I firmly believe that he was never out, out there. Super dumb. I'm really, really annoyed with that. I still have, I charged the trackers last night and I put them on them today, but um, I I think they're pretty much useless. There's really not a foolproof way to see if what you're buying is going to work at all. You know, you kind of like got to get it up here and like fingers crossed, hope for the best. Uh, all right. While I'm here yesterday, uh, it's it's just like a regular work day, except instead of like uh, washing the NFK's ass, uh, I'm out I'm out in the on the property doing what I can. But I I brought um, a tape player. I brought my um, uh, so that I can take these cassette. I brought the cassette tapes and I brought the tape player so that I can get the audio for this week's Who Are These Zanes. Just because I'm up here doesn't mean uh, uh, the, the the normal week on podcasting is going to change. But the only thing that can happen is anything concerning a phone call. So smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. Uh, no big deal. Can't get that done. I'll, ha- I'll do that next week. And then my dad with Dear Meathead, I, I just don't have the uh, signal for phone call. But uh, anyway, um, I have a uh, January 29, 1998 Joe and the poor boy show. Last time we checked in with Joe and the poor boy, they were doing grill wars. This time they're in the studio for this day's broadcast. I haven't listened to uh, a bit of it, but I dubbed all of that show down, which was about uh, an hour minute, uh, an hour of audio. I think we'll break that up over two shows. 
I gave about 15 to 20 minutes of that show and sent it along to Ben. And uh, I, I, I reached out to Ben. I go, look, dude, uh, yesterday or last week, we had a huge amount of fun with guest roaster Ryan listening to the audio and coming up with his own clips. It just, it just, I mean, it was already a fun segment, fun uh, show, but it, uh, that element made it even more fun. And, uh, I go, are you, I know. And the reason why I didn't want to do it or bring it up, I I'm sheepish to ask because it, it takes time for these people, you know, it's, it's, and it's a, it's a time commitment. And so I brought it up with Ben and he was like over the moon. He's like, yes. Oh my God. Thank you. I'm like, Oh fuck Jesus. So there you go. Um, so I'm excited about that. We will record that on Thursday. We'll have the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast on Thursday evening. I get back Thursday from this, uh, from this little adventure. And then, uh, we'll get all that shit done. No problem. Get it all posted. Uh, not that hard to do. Work ahead. Uh, continues to be fallout from the, uh, old free beer, from the free beer and hot wings audience about the, uh, lack of, uh, uh, posting the audio that they were promised by those fucking morons. And now people from that sub are flocking to my sub. When I say flocking, I mean like five people that for me, that's a lot. And then bitching about them. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. Great. I'd love it if you talk about my show, but uh, if that's what it takes, that what that, that that's what it takes. I, I don't care. Um, so anyway, yeah, I've got a lot of material to post and we'll get it done despite being up here. No big deal. Chris says, see, now Chris is talking about a topic that I'm talking about. You see how that works? And you know what? All things considered, uh, you're actually fantastic on here. So I'm just busting your balls. Chris says, I think AirTags require other Apple devices around to create a network. Might not work well in the woods. Really? I, I thought you just put it on there and then it's, it just, you know, it's kind of like the find my, um, app on the phone, you know, how, like I can see, uh, where Madison is anytime I want when she, you know, it's like that. Isn't it? I thought it was like that. Uh, Tyler replying to Linda about O'Neill being under the trailer says he was probably watching Eric jump into that truck, panicking and wondering what his problem was. Uh, Ashley says, no, you just need your phone. So Chris started the show by spoiling one of the stories I'm going to talk about. And now he's making shit up. (laughs) I'm kidding. I've got, I'll look into it. I'll look into it. He says they connect through Bluetooth to other devices to locate the tag. Then he says, Google it. I will later. Uh, Aram says, when I was looking at trackers, there was something about the air tags that had limitations. Well, okay. Either way, I got to figure this shit out because, um, what happened yesterday can never happen again. The, um, nauseousness that I was experiencing we have some real disagreements about how air tags work. Uh, you got team Ashley 
and then Team Chris, people are picking sides. She says it works precisely like find my friends. Okay. I'll have to look into that. Um, Ashley, did you find uh, Mr. Ashley yet? Are you still on the prowl for the next Mr. Ashley? Uh, Aram is a troublemaker. He writes, I thought tractive, which is what I have right now, uh, was supposed to be good. Perhaps user error. Okay. All I'll tell you is this. When I pick up the phone and I try to find uh, either of my dogs, it says on the app, signal weak, use leash. So it's, it's calling a shot there. Signal weak, use leash. Now, it did start giving me, giving me that message until after I found O'Neill. So, no. NW980 says, I use a FI collar. Is that a, I don't know what that, if that's, do I say fee or fire, foe or fum? It's like a GPS, best thing ever. Well, that's what this is supposed to be. Uh, Kyler writes, I give it a week or two before a dog runs away at the house. I think it has to do with my internet connection because at the house, it works perfectly. <clears throat> that might be, that might be part of the problem. Uh, Kyler said, I've chased these fuckers that one of these fuckers at the pool party. Yes. Kyler was there. He's one of the few people that I actually wanted there. Kyler. I wanted there. Tyler. I wanted there. Uh, it can be told now Tyler and his lovely wife were creeped out because of fucking Dean boring Dean. He was so weird. And, uh, and, and just that, uh, uh Tyler's wife was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Concerning the next Mr. Ashley. Uh, apparently there is a courtship going on right now. And because I mentioned it, she says, don't jinx it. By the way, Ashley, you're watching the show. If you could on your mobile device or on whatever, it's a laptop or a computer, press the follow button. You're not even following. I don't think. If you follow, then you know when I go live. Kenny laughs at being uh, called Mr. Ashley. Uh, Chris says Ashley isn't wrong, but it still requires other devices to work. Uh, oh, she does get notifications. I don't know. Fuck it. I'm just going to shut up. Uh, Aram says, I think you are supposed to set the perimeter you want them to stay in. You know what? Maybe it is some user error. Either way, it should tell you where they're at, and it, it doesn't. Uh, Tyler referring to the um, uh, Dean instance at the pool party, and he says, God, that was awkward. Can you maybe in a few words describe what happened so these people can know? 
By the way, do any of you folks still go over to the site that was Zaniacs United and communicate with them? If you do, you shouldn't. If, as I understand it, it's all transgender, anti-transgender memes. It's like they're they're planting their flag in being anti-transgender or some shit. Fucking psychopaths. All right. Uh, while here, um, I realized that I am not cut out to be alone. Oh my God, do I miss my wife. It's moments like this that you you really what did what do they say absence makes uh, the the heart grow fond oh it's like I cannot wait to get back home and see my wife I for those of you l- listen I'm not even kidding for those of you who want a significant other to share with and you don't have it that's fucked up I'm so sorry. That is a that is a tough way to live. I I joke all the time, but uh, fuck you you gotta get something. You you gotta you gotta get out. Even if it's uh, it, it doesn't even have to be a significant other. It could just be like someone you know. There was just a story on us. Uh, it was an Apple Spotlight about how there is an epidemic of loneliness and why that is. Um, we live in an era where it is the uh, highest amount of people who. Uh, don't communicate with others who don't whatever have friends don't have a, a significant other wife uh, boyfriend girlfriend it's fucked up and i don't know why that is and i i have a theory that it has to do with technology you know um i think the uh technology that we have kind of short circuits the process somehow now for kenny it's just fucking uh pac-man and centipede and defender it's 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 video games uh but for the rest of you um well i mean that's technology it's it's old technology but it's still technology but in all seriousness fuck i'm sitting around here and i'm like jesus this is uh i'm i'm imagining myself like actually like this, you know, and outside of the show, you know, the phone doesn't ring. Nobody texts. And, uh, I'm like, fuck, this is, this would be me. I, I would be here all alone or even at my home in Hudsonville still same thing alone. And then I would start, writing a Unabomber manifesto or some shit. And uh, the next thing you know, I'm uh, making bombs, okay, and blowing up marathons. It's It just seems that horrible to me. So if you are experiencing that, I can sympathize. I can, sympath- I can definitely sympathize. Uh, Amanda says, I try to talk to Andrea. Well, yeah, but you have to be able to communicate in grunts and burps and, um, uh, you know, various uh, guttural noises, perhaps a queef. If you did that, she might be able to understand you. Don't suck a big black dick because I know you want to Chris says he lurks there. Amanda says, Jason wished me happy birthday yesterday. It's your birthday. 
Happy birthday to you. Have you hit 30 yet? I don't even know. Don't tell me. You know, you you never uh, ask women their ages. Uh, Tyler talking about his interaction with Dean. I cannot remember specifics, but I remember too close to us talking and not going away. Amanda says, I'm so good single. Are you really? I, I mean, what about like, uh, may, maybe not a, uh, a, a significant other, but you know, uh, do you have like a, a friend network that you're constantly talking to and shit like that? Um, Kenny writes to his future wife. Amanda, your birthday was yesterday. Happy belated birthday then. Well, I, you know, that is saying something because there was a time when Kenny used to call her like the worst things ever. That was back in the dark days of uh, audience communication. I mean, he would just say really, really bad things and, and she would say bad. It was just horrible. And now they're getting ready to bone. Amanda says... I don't want anyone messing with my stuff. That's why you like to be single. When you say your stuff, do you mean like uh, various things you've that you've accumulated in the household, or is uh, stuff another word for uh, vagina? Can you clarify? what you mean when you say, I don't want anyone messing with my stuff. She says my household. And then she says she talks to her cat. Oh yeah. You're too far gone. You you're like fucking Brooks and Shawshank. All right. Nikki in Maine says I have my animals and I'm too busy. That's how I like to look at it. Happy belated birthday, Amanda. Maureen says she talks to her cats, too. Oh, God. I do, too. I got cats. Uh, NW980 says, if you had not kicked Dean to the curb, he would have stopped by, uh, and you wouldn't be lonely. Oh, God. Yeah, just dropping by. He used to do that all the fucking time. He'd bang on the door. I'm like, uh, yeah? Hey, I was in the neighborhood. Yeah, that is the rudest thing you can do. I guess Kenny referred to Amanda as a see you next Tuesday. Oh, back in the day. Oh, shit. Amanda says, I don't want to have sex with anyone because I don't think anyone would want to have sex with me. I'm gross. Oh, bullshit. I'd have sex with you. Oh, come on. Are you crazy? If I was single, I'd head over there and throw it to you right now. Oh, yeah. I'd say, listen, I've had it with this lack of confidence. I'm coming over there, and I'm going to blast right in your in your nether regions. And that's the end of it. You're getting dicked. <laughs> um. Nikki says, the one person I feel like I have some feelings for more than a friend is gay. So there goes that. Well, maybe you can convince them. So like, hey, look, 
I, I, okay. You may be into dudes, but I just want you to grin and bear it and jam it in me and then see if you like it. All right. Because I understand that, uh, you know, when it comes to gayness, like if I was gay and, uh, let's say Kenny's here and I wanted Kenny's ass and then like a hot chick came up and said, Hey, uh, I want to, uh, I want you to have sex with me. I would be, Oh, gross. No, I'm into Kenny's ass. So, but maybe, maybe there's a little, uh, a, there's a little hope. I don't know. Uh, young Adam Schwab says I would never just stop by. Yeah. Normal people would never just stop by. Maureen says, Amanda, you need to change that inner voice. Come on. Uh, Eric's going to come and mess with your stuff, Amanda. Corey likes my curtains. Thank you. I'm glad you like I just need something to stop the uh, backlighting. Tyler says this conversation took quite a, uh, quite a turn. Kenny, women suck. Men do too. You can only rely on yourself. Oh, what a, a horrible attitude. I'm telling you, you two are made for each other. You could do a reality show. The two of you. Okay. And uh, everybody would just fall in love with it. Just uh, all you need is a little, little like Kickstarter money to set up the cameras. And, um, you know, we could uh, put it on uh, whatever network. doesn't matter. We can just sell the pilot. First, we just record record the pilot and we'll call it Making Gravy. The show is called Making Gravy. Uh, you two uh, just doing your thing. It doesn't mean you have to bone. It just means the dynamic between you would be would be interesting and fun. Uh, I I would narrate it. Kenny says you only say this stuff because you know we don't like each other. Of course, I, yes, thank yes, you're right. But we can watch the love grow. If I was one of these people who won like a billion dollars in the lottery, I would um uh try to get you two to fall in love. I would pay you uh money so you never have to worry about money again. But I would make this show. And it would be on OnlyFans only. It'd be a reality show, and it would start out you two hating each other, and then um, eventually the goal would be, and then I'd we'd I'd be just like uh, the Bachelor, the Bachelor Bachelorette. So you'd get on, you'd go like horseback riding. Um, hopefully, it would be a very sturdy horse uh, for the two of you, and then boom, off you go. You're doing the horseback riding thing, or maybe you're like go-kart riding or maybe, you know, just shit like that scuba diving. And then the next thing, you know, since it's only fans, it'd be like a hard, hardcore 69. Okay. That's what I think would be great. Uh, Kenny says, truth be told, I fell hard last summer for someone. That still exists deep down. Fuck, Kenny. I'm sorry. And then Amanda says, Kenny, I'm not repulsed by you as a person. See, there's hope. There is hope. Uh, the world famous E-Rock is in attendance, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I always sit up a little taller when I see E-Rock is paying attention. So... I like E-Rock on a, on a personal level and a professional level. 
He asks, how long until the moonshine stills are set up in the woods there? Oh, my God. You would love it here. A fucking city slicker like you. Have you ever been out in the woods? I mean, there's uh, you don't have to go far to find uh, some, some nice getaway place up there. You probably head up to the Poconos or some shit. But this, uh, it makes the Poconos look like the fucking Hyatt Regency. You're not kidding. If it weren't for the camper, uh, it would be roughing it. And uh, yes, you you notice the Edith Bunker chair. It's the only chair I have. I call it my Gomez Adams chair. Iraq says I used to go camping when I was a kid, cross country, but KOA campgrounds. Oh, yes. I remember KOAs. Fuck yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Amanda has wrecked the fun by announcing when it comes to Kenny, it repulses me thinking about you and me having sex. How does that sound? No. Referring, oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's a fucking mean thing to say. You gotta, I mean, fake it till you make it. I'd have sex with Kenny too. In addition to Amanda, I'd have sex with both of you. If I were single, I would have the Kenny and Amanda uh, three-way. It'd be great. <laughs> so stupid. All right. Um, for those of you that are getting the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I, I must say goodbye to you. Just know that uh, if you want the full show, it's twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live or download the Twitch app. Search Eric Zane Live, all one word. And uh, you're in business. It's that simple. Follow the page. Let you know when I go live. If you want, subscribe, and you'll get the show minus commercials on Twitch because they throw a bunch of them in there. Uh, If you have Amazon Prime, you can link up that Amazon Prime account to Twitch, and then you can subscribe for free. And then you will get no commercials. That's how that works. Uh, Linking it up is sometimes a pain in the ass. Uh, There's, you know, you click something, hit hit something hit three lines and hope for the best take your time and read that no one does that these days when they get to like a uh, a page or a sign up let's say you want to cancel a um a service let's say you want to cancel something that you're subscribed to online people go to the site and then they look at it and then if within three seconds they don't they haven't been able to cancel it they go oh my god there's nowhere to do it Pause, read, you'll figure it out. All right. Uh, Of course, the audio podcast, this becomes the audio podcast. Shortly after I finish it, you can download it on any platform. Please find one that you like and subscribe to it. If you can rate it and review it, I appreciate that. Uh, These are all things that uh, help your old pal, Eric Zane. I have a Patreon that I post a ton of material on patreon.com slash Eric Zane ad free listener supported. So you spend a lot of time at work listening to shit, or maybe you listen to my show and I wish it was a little longer. I wish it was more material. Patreon's perfect. P A T R E O N patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The, um, if you ever want to say hello, I do get lonely. Ha ha. Send me an email, Eric at Eric I'd love to hear from you. Um, your thoughts, concerns about the show. Maybe you want to share a story that you saw that you think I should talk about 
Uh, I don't utilize a uh, prep service or anything. I kind of just keep my ear to the ground. So if you see a story I, that I may have missed, uh, send it along. I may have heard it, but uh, if you're not sure, send it and I might use it. Okay. But when I'm doing the show, don't just blurt it out, Chris. Uh, so there you go. Uh, for those of you, I'm going to kick you out. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right. Twitter and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Concerning camping. Iraq says, when I was eight, we had a big tow trailer. It took two years before my dad realized the bumper opens up to hold the tubing for the gray-black water. He kept putting them in garbage bags after rinsing. <laughs> oh, shit. You ever do that? Uh, discover something in your house that you didn't know existed? Like you find a switch, it, you, you never knew it, it has a function or something like that? I. The fun thing is, is if you've lived... Like I've lived in my house for... Uh, 13 years and I'm still finding shit inside of the house that I didn't realize was a thing. I was in, uh, in my bedroom and I was uh, at the window and I felt like my foot on the carpet, you know, you're at the flooring and I took a step and my foot sunk and I was like, what the fuck is that? And the fucking idiot who built the house there's a uh, a hole in the floor for a um, a heating vent. You know how you put the thing on the floor and the heat comes out of it. It's one of those metal grates that has the louvers that you can adjust. It's it's a duct where where heat was is supposed to come out, and they just put carpet over the fucking hole. I just found that. Now I don't think there's a a actual duct hooked up to it because there's no heat coming out of it. I, I can't tell that it's warm there or cold there when the air conditioning's on but still the hole was there and they just put carpet over it carpet is holding me up at that point what a fucking asshole uh kenny's still frustrated that the term zaniac is uh no longer a positive term you know, that wasn't my fault. I didn't do that. Uh, E-Rock says, remember when people had holes in the floor of the car? <laughs> We'd put rubber mats or carpet samples over it. You can still hear the road. My dad on my Pontiac Catalina that I had. He, uh, in a drunken stupor, 
uh, stole a fucking sign. Um, you know, like when you're driving through an area and there's a yellow sign with a lady, a silhouette of a lady walking across the street holding a kid uh, to tell you that, uh, hey, look out, there's kids around here and mom's walking them, I guess. He stole the fucking sign because he needed the metal to put, and then he like banged it to fit and then uh, uh, acetylene torched it to the floor of my fucking car because if you lifted the mat, you'd see, you're right, I would see the road underneath it. Oh, that is so fucked. Josh says that's where you would toss the empties. All right. What about holes in bathroom walls? Do you also cover those up? I should. All right. Um, so yesterday on the show, I talked a lot about the baseball announcer that was talking about the uh, uh, N-word uh, museum, baseball museum. I mean, it was fucking incredible, incredible sequence. And a couple of bits of follow-up on that. The, uh, the stupid idiot with the beard and the dumb hat when the guy said the N-word baseball hall of fame or whatever it was, N-word baseball museum. It was, uh, it was Negro Leagues Baseball Museum and the guy said the actual hard R word so perfectly. It was probably the most perfect use of the N-word in terms of saying it. Uh, he, he, every single letter of that word was perfectly pronounced. I don't even want to play it anymore. I just want to be away from it. But if you haven't heard it, find it on your own. It's in the show notes of yesterday's podcast. We had a great day today. N-Word League Baseball Museum and -and so-and-so's barbecue. I still do not understand how... When the words left his mouth, it didn't, it didn't go in his ears. How he didn't stop himself on the final G-E-R. Okay. Um, I, I, I was talking with a friend of mine who said um, it was huge. He said, I don't understand why TV can't do a delay. Or, or maybe they can and they choose not to. You never know when something like that is going to happen. It was so remarkable. Um, and then the the other dude with the beard, I found out that he's a former baseball pitcher by the name of Dallas Braden. I, I have heard of him, but uh, it, it didn't resonate with him. And he just like was like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it was great. Yeah, we had a great day going to the uh, uh, N-word league baseball. I mean, he didn't, you know, he, he didn't react at all. And I was like, how the fuck, what is going on here? Um. I do believe that was an accident. I don't think it's going to matter. I think he's fucking fucked. Uh, the A's say they're investigating. There's nothing to investigate. It's just a fucked up slip of the tongue. No one would intentionally do that. Um, again, does that mean he should be fired? Well, of course it means he should be fired. Yeah, absolutely. You, In fact, you got to lean into it. The owner of the A's... Uh, should have rushed in there and uh, fucking hit him over the head with a bat. You know? 
but he should have tipped off the camera and say, hey, get a shot of the booth. I'm going in uh, to kill Glenn Kuyper for what he said. Or, uh, or go out, you know, outside of the stadium because they were in Kansas City and uh, uh, tell a bunch of fucking uh, black guys what happened and that they need to go in and kill this honky right on TV. That actually would have been acceptable. No charges would have been filed. Uh, Maureen says uh, that word uh, rolled pretty easily off his tongue like he's used it often. Yeah, I, I don't believe that. I I Maybe, but I don't believe this was an intentional. Now, and I don't think you can say, oh, yeah, he says it all the time because it rolled so easily off his tongue. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't get on board with that. Tyler says they should have had a SWAT team breach that booth and shoot him in the head on the air. <laughs> Kyle says concerning Maureen uh, about word rolling off the tongue easily. He says you would know. <laughs> oh, fuck Maureen. Jesus. Okay, so the pitcher, the guy with the stupid beard, he's weighed in. In his statement, Braden described his perspective of the incident and said that his silence on that matter to this point has been misrepresented. I'm going to read his statement here. If I could get the damn thing to open up. As those, and it's it's written like... Uh, this type of you can tell this is a big deal it's got a baseball as the background and a baseball field it looks like a you know fucking uh, uh the natural as those of you who know me well recognize i usually speak out about injustice injustices in order to find understanding and push conversations forward yeah no one knows you well no one knows who this guy is Several people have questioned my lack of response to an issue that took place on air during the pregame broadcast. He should just write, several people have questioned my lack of response to when stupid said the N-word at uh, Kauffman Stadium. I believe my silence has been misrepresented. I don't. Let this be a lesson. If this happens... You talk about it the second you're made aware. And you you fucking, if you want to save your ass, you get outraged. He should have kicked the ass of that fucking guy. Glenn Kuyper, I keep forgetting his name. At the time of the incident, he says, I was not aware that anything in the broadcast was amiss. The nuances, this is what Ryan said yesterday. The nuances of live television mean that sometimes we as broadcasters miss some of what you, our audience, see and hear. Uh, I don't believe that. That's impossible. We have producers speaking in our ears about what is next. You should have had a producer speaking in your ears saying, get the fuck out of there. He just dropped the N-word. 
We are formulating our words to articulate our thoughts. We are moving direction. We are moving direction from camera to camera. We are waiting for cues. We are checking sound. We have lots going on that is not always visible to our audience. And that moment, I missed the live comment, and I was not aware of it until the sixth inning when Glenn made the apology. Wow. I would like you to know that this incident has indeed impacted me greatly. Oh, yeah, you look like a fucking idiot. First, I want to express... Listen, he says, first, I want to express my support and encouragement to my broadcast partner, Glenn Kuyper. No! Don't do that! As he furthers his work in understanding the impact and hurt resulting from this unfortunate mistake. Okay. Are you suggesting that he's not aware of the impact and hurt? Of course he's aware of the impact and hurt. That sentence should say, I want to support Glenn Kuyper, who right now is in a fucking straitjacket in a padded room trying to bang his head to death against the fucking wall. Second, when issues around race occur, I'm always interested in having conversations aimed at finding, healing, and advancing collaborative discussions. I have reached out to have those conversations, and I have listened. So what he's saying is, uh, in order to make this right, for me to keep me from keeping my, uh, to keep me uh, with my job, I'm going to go talk to some blacks. I have listened and I have learned. There's nothing to learn. Everybody knew it. This is just a fuck up. I wish people would just understand or at least just come out and say it. When you speak like this for too long, you make it seem like uh, it's something more than just a slip of the tongue, which I firmly believe it is. Uh, If Braden were worth anything, he would just say, yeah, he fucked up. Hopefully he gets to keep his job. I'm going to eat. And then that's it. Uh, I have reached out to the, to have those conversations and I have listened and I have learned. I will continue to, I will continue to seek clarity, encourage learning and engage in dialogue to bring out the best in our diverse community. You didn't do anything wrong. God damn. Lots of comments. Wait, did he say it was because he thought the broadcast was off air because it was a genuine misspeak? This person says it was a Freudian slip. That's it. It isn't a call to action to have conversations about race. This this person's talking like I'm talking. It was a simple slip of the words. Yeah, we don't need a conversation about race because some fucking dumb fuck said something stupid. Uh, Jordan says this need to make it more than it is, is a racial pandering at its worst. Dallas virtue signaling at the expense of your partner. That person put into words what I struggled with, but that's how I feel too. Sean says, Negro and then the other word have different ending sounds. He clearly was saying the latter with that hard RRR sound. Well, yes, of course. And I, I can't explain it. I cannot explain it. 
Rob writes, you were literally sitting right next to him and your head nod was awful. Uh, this person says, as someone who works in the industry, I can confirm this about what broadca- broadcasters hear and not hear. Um, I don't give a shit if I've got a truck air horn in my right ear and my a truck air horn in my left ear. If someone says the N-word in front of me, I'm going to know it. All right. There's the, the comments on his tweet are just fucking outstanding. God damn it. And I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I laughed till I stopped. When he said that, it was, and it, it isn't because I like the use of that word. I hate the use of that word. Come on now. Uh, but God damn it. Was that funny? <laughs> I'm sorry. I laughed hard. You see. Uh, Ryan's you've got a mixed bag, a mixed bag of opinion. Our own group. Ryan says the only thing he quote learned was that that word is steeped in his subconscious. See, this is what's funny to me that varying thoughts and opinions on it. Kenny says too many excuses for an obvious fail. Closet racist. Fuck. (laughs) Well, then if that's the case, and now I have never done this. I mean, every time that I have said the N-word with a hard R, I have 100% it was not a mistake. And of course I've said that word. Who hasn't said that word? I don't say it publicly. People have said that word and aren't racist. You know, I'm not a racist. And if I ever said it in front of you, I would be fucking disgusted with myself. But, I mean, come on. People have said that word before. I can't tell you the last time I did. But fuck, you got to know, don't do that. Corey says, uh, I'm going to pay some blacks to to publicly say I learned my lesson and people should forgive me. (laughs) Well, no, you got to do that. Like if you're Glenn Kuyper and you're Dallas Braden, you, you, uh, you, you reach out to your closest blacks. Like he reached out, Dallas uh, uh, Kuiper reached out to Dave Smoke Stewart, the fucking big, the pitcher, A's legend, black guy. He said, oh, yeah, man, uh, he's not a racist. Uh, Kenny says, I saw a white kid call a black kid that word in middle school, and they beat the kid senseless. That's all I needed to know right there. And they should have. Ryan says, Donald Trump is always saying he's the least, least, most racist person ever. You're starting to use that language, big fraud. The Prez would be proud. Cole says, they were probably being assholes all day at the museum, saying it as a joke. That's why neither even noticed <laughs> when it happened on the air. Oh, my God. Such a mixed bag. Well, look. I bring this up because of the update by Braden and then um, Mike uh, Krakow 
is another broadcaster. He's in the same job, I believe, as um, as the guy who said the bad words, Glenn Kuyper. Actually, uh, for the Gi- for the Giants, um, I think the uh, this other guy, this uh, Mike Krukow, is like the color commentator. He's like Dallas Braden for San Francisco. Glenn Kuyper's brother is the play-by-play guy for the Giants. So guy who said the N-word, his brother does the same job for the Giants, and his partner is this dude, Mike Krukow. He weighs in. Headline. Thoughts on Glenn Kuyper incident. There were a lot of people that were hurt. Has prompted no shortage of reactions online. I think to me, one of the most interesting things of the story is the reactions. Actually, your words about this. Uh, Krakow, longtime play-by-play broadcaster, weighed in. Krakow calls Giants games with Kuyper's brother, Dwayne, and discusses the situation on KNBR. Krakow mentioned a lot of people that were hurt, and there were a ton of people that were disappointed by Kuyper's comment. You see, I'm not hurt or disappointed. I'm astonished. And wondered if it was even his place to forgive Kuyper. He wrote, that's a tough one. Glenn Kuyper horribly misspoken. And because of that, there were a lot of people that were hurt. And there were a ton of people that were disappointed. And these last days, I've listened to the testimony on Glenn's behalf from the guy who runs the museum, Bob Kendrick, the uh, Negro League. Negro. I said Negro. I got to say it more emphatically. Negro League Baseball Museum. And by Dave Smoke Stewart. Both these guys are black and both these guys have respect within the culture of baseball. Uh, Now, guy from the Negro League Baseball Museum, Kendrick, he said, I don't know what's in Glenn Kuyper's heart. He didn't say that. But then he said, I forgive him. Uh, As I listened to the words of forgiveness in their hearts, and while I listened, I wondered if it was even appropriate for me, a white guy, to forgive another white guy for misspeaking in such such a racially insensitive way. And I hope that it is. Yeah, you can be a white guy and be offended by this. I hate it when white people um, act like, you know, what is that? Um, You know, just because you're not black doesn't mean you can't be off put by that. It's okay to be uh, offended. Um, You know, I mean, this guy, he's kind of like, well, only black people should be the ones to have to forgive him because I don't have a dog in the fight. Well, that's bullshit. We all, we're all adults. We know you shouldn't use that fucking word. Of course you should be able to forgive him. He says, I've known the Kuiper family for 40 years and they're a family of farmers, he says. So I guess, if, well, if that, that makes it more obvious that it was intentional. Now I actually do believe it was intentional. You're saying it was farmer? They believe that people should take on the responsibility of accepting the task of making a difference. I don't know why I believe farmers are racist. It was just a joke. They're hard workers. They don't judge people by their color or their religion or their political views. Is that true? Because where I live, I could go bang on the door of any one of about a thousand farmers where I live, and they are going to judge people by their color, their religion, or their political views. So I don't know of the argument that farmers... Uh, uh, don't do that. 
That's stupid. This guy's an idiot. Uh, He says they always look for the good in the person. They care. This is them. This is their family. And they all grew up, Dwayne, Jeff, Kathy, and Glenn, with these values. When they had their children, they passed these beliefs onto them. God made a farmer. It's because of this that I will stand by Glenn Kuyper. Nobody should stand by Glenn Kuyper. Glenn Kuyper fucked up. It's up to him to turn it around. Don't stand with him. The only people who can stand with him are the blacks. White guys cannot. You stay the fuck away. Say he's fucked and then you move on. Uh, Tyler says, kind of a joke, kind of serious. If Kuiper was black, would this be as big of a deal as it is? No. And you know why black people are allowed to say that and they wouldn't say it with uh with the R R R they would say it with the A H and it'd be funny. I love it. I love it when black, like if, if 50 cent is on a rant, and he's making fun of Floyd Mayweather and he says that. I'm like, fuck, yeah, yes, keep it up. Tim Kuyper, Zeke's dad, says, just so you know, Glenn Kuyper is no relation. <laughs> oh my God, I love this story so much. This is the story of the year. But look. Move over Glenn Kuyper for at least a little bit. Bob Huggins is here. And you're like, wait, what? Who's Bob Huggins? Bob Huggins is the uh, head basketball coach at West Virginia. He used to be the coach of the Cincinnati Bearcats. Massive rival against the uh, Xavier uh, basketball team. What are they called? The Saints? Xavier? I don't know. It's a Catholic college, Xavier. Huggins still hates Xavier because when he coached at Cincinnati, the rivalry was big. You know, it's so bad when Xavier plays Cincinnati, they have to do it at a neutral site because there's fucking fights that break out. Huggins now coaches at West Virginia. He was on a radio show and the rivalry between Cincy and Xavier came up and he said something that has Glenn's, uh, Kyber going, oh, thank God. Uh, right. You said it yesterday, and now he's fucked. But I got to take, I got to pay some uh, bills. I got to, uh, these sponsors, I'm going to take care of these sponsors, and then I have to pee. If I don't pee, I'm going to die. Okay. Uh, first, uh, first of all, another reminder, the Patreon is there for you. If you are not on Patreon, please consider it for one month. Now there's two tiers. There's a $5 tier and a $10 tier. I just go with the five bucks. Just spend $5 for one month and see if you like it. Okay. Um, some of you like, well, Eric, I just don't have the time. Okay. I get it. But you have to understand that the free programming, uh, is made possible because of the Patreon. So, If you want to help the show grow, even if you don't listen to it, please consider that, and I would appreciate it. It is ad-free, listener-supported. That's how this show goes. 
I've got a number of small revenue streams that makes up one big revenue stream, and I count on them uh, to be, in order to feed my family going on now four and a half years uh, doing this, and I'm so thankful. Thank you so much. You've uh, To be able to do this show and tell everybody else to fuck off is a, a goddamn blessing. It's just nuts. Thank you so much. It's weird that I said GD and then blessing. I take that back. It's a, it's a godsend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P as in Paul, A, T as in Tom. R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane. Sign up, and then right after you sign up, cancel it. You're like, what? Huh? Yeah, you get that month. I want you to cancel it. Because if it sucks and you just don't want it, it won't auto-renew on you. I can't with clear conscience do that to you. I just want you to try it. You can always sign up again and do it that way. Then if you're like, oh, fuck, yes, this is great. Who are these Zanes? The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. This is great. I love it. Sign up again and then sign up for one year and I will take 10% off of the cost. Yes, it's perfect. Now, if you want the audio plus the video, because I go live every day with video and I have live streams for you. Uh, you can be part of the live audience on uh, for the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Go with the 10 bucks a month. And you can also sign up for that for a year, uh, minus 10%. So what was 120 for a year is 108. All the details, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If you need a mortgage, okay, this is the uh, most efficient machine when it comes to mortgages in the United States. No matter where you are, you can get that mortgage from Mario. There are exceptions, though. South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. Other than that, this is who you should call to get a mortgage from. A great friend of mine, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Now, all across the United States, offices everywhere, to reach them, you would call 231-332-6505. Say, Eric Zane sent me. Let's get this going. Uh, the uh, rates are a little wonky right now. I admit that. But if you got to get in the in, in the home, you're tired of paying rent, get after it. Whether it's your first mortgage or your 10th, Mario will help you every step of the way. Or if you got a high-interest credit card that you're paying on right now. Okay, so let's say you owe twenty grand. And then you're getting four or $500 interest charge a month on top of the minimum payment. So, okay, of that $500 that you're paying a month, 480 of it is interest. Fuck, you're going down, man. Uh, there's no way you're going to be able to dig out of that hole. Get the money out of your home, and instead of paying 25% interest on the card, pay 7% interest with the money you get out of your home, pay off the balance on the card, and then you're paying 7% over the life of your 30-year refi. That's a fucking pittance compared to what you were paying. And you don't have that, that type of stress, stress. You can't live with that over you. Fuck. Go get the refi and pay off the credit card. Have Mario help you. 231-332-6505. Uh, Dale, throat slash Dale is taking um, uh, booking people for uh, uh, power washing. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. Superior cleaning and power washing. Call up Dale and get a uh, estimate today for your home. Maybe you want him to clean the driveway. Uh, you got some equipment that needs to be cleaned. Maybe the landscaping stones need to be cleaned. 231-740-4098. Reach out to Dale 
at Superior Cleaning and Power Washing, 231-740-4098. Again, 231-740-4098. Call him. You'll hear his raspy voice say, Superior, it's stale. And off you go. Get that done. I've got him coming over to my house in about a week. Okay. I must take a break. I see Sam the Jew is back. He just subscribed for now eight months in a row. Thank you. Or I should say four, eight months and on a two-month streak. Thank you, Sam. I appreciate you. Uh, Chris asked about Tim's son, Zeke. That is very sweet of you. How is uh, how is Zeke's, Zeke doing this morning? I guess Zeke was under the weather. Uh, that is the uh, child that uh, uh, the Kuipers adopted after fostering the child initially after a horrible incident when the birth family, I think it was a mother, injured Zeke, causing uh, a brain damage, and that affected Zeke uh, terribly. And um, Tim now... Uh, what a fucking story adopting him and uh, giving that kid his best life. I love you guys so much. I hope he feels better soon. I guess he was having trouble breathing the dude. I, I want to say little guy, but he's not a little guy anymore. The young man. Okay. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. All right. So what you see is just me, chair, microphone, uh, couch behind me, futon, and uh, drapes or sheets hung from windows. It's so remarkably a disaster outside of what you see here. I can't tell you how fucked up this is. There's shit everywhere. Fuck. All right. Let us get into Bob Huggins. I remember this guy as being kind of like a hothead asshole and just says whatever the fuck he wants. Kind of hilarious. Who cut the cheese says, did Eric Zane talk about Tiger Woods yet? No, not yet. Uh, I'll get to that story at some point. I don't think I'll cover it. On the free podcast. If I do, it would be tomorrow. Perhaps today on the Patreon. Uh, This guy's in trouble. This is Bob Huggins. He was uh, doing doing a radio show. In in an interview with a Cincinnati radio station on Monday. So he knows these people. He doesn't coach there anymore. Uh, But these guys on the radio know who he is. It was uh, on an appearance on the Bill Cunningham show. I'm just going to get to the audio. And y'all can... Fuck me. It's it's a it's a two minute clip. There's a little bit of build up build up to it. All right, audio check, video check. Here we go. Hello. 
Coach Bob Huggins, you're on the air. I'm sitting here with Steve Muller in the segment. <laughs> Why would, what would make you think I wanted to talk to you? <laughs> hey, Coach. Now, we're telling Huggins stories, but we had a cut. We- okay, so you can tell there's a real rapport with the, what do you think I want to talk to you? Ah, ha, ha, ha. Ah, ha, ha. So they, they love this guy. You kind of took a little shot at me as not being a trustworthy person. Would you want to revise and extend those remarks? Absolutely not. So there's a fun dialogue between them. I told him they thought it was misunderstood, taken out of context. It was out of context. <laughs> uh... I don't know. It just—it must have been—it must have been my thoughts at the time. <laughs> now, Steve also tells me that you have the best portal transfers. Have you have you poached any Xavier guys to come to oh, play for West Virginia? Catholics don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're above the fracas, aren't we? No problem. Yeah, you, um, absolutely. I mean, you you. I tell you what, any any school that can throw rubber penises on the floor and then say they didn't do it, my God, they can get away with anything. <laughs> okay, so I guess that did happen. I don't know why. I don't know why that happened or the context of it, but so he's making a reference to something that actually happened. I, uh, rubber penis. Was this I like think that trans- was at the Crosstown shootout. Wasn't I think it? it was transgender night, wasn't it? What? Was that- I don't know if that's a joke. I don't know if I don't know if that's a joke about, tr- but that isn't even the problem. What that guy just said is transgender night. That is not the problem. It was a, it was a cross-town shootout. Yeah, no, what it was was all those fags, those, those Catholic fags, I think. Okay, he just dropped Catholic F rhymes with bags, and then the other guy goes, ah-ha-ha! Ah, rubber penis. Was this I like think that trans- was at the Crosstown shootout, wasn't it? I think it was transgender night, wasn't it? What? Was that it? It was a, it was a Crosstown shootout. Yeah, no, what it was was all those fags, those, those Catholic fags, I think. <laughs> okay. I would never dream of saying anything like that onto a microphone. Never, never. Have I ever talked like that? Of course I've talked like that. I would never dream of saying it in that... It, it, so unacceptable. All right. They, 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 were, they were envious they didn't have one. <laughs> well, Steve, your comments about Bob Huggins. Is he the best? He's- Is he the best? He just dropped a fucking uh, homophobic slur on the radio. What do you think about Bob Huggins? Is he the best? Uh, no, what it was was all those fags, those, those Catholic fags. I think so. <laughs> What an asshole to do to these two idiots. And these two idiots, they don't know what to do. So they're like, ah, oh, he's great. Oh, man, what a guy. <laughs> well, Steve, your comments about Bob Huggins. Is he the best? He's the, he's the best. The best ever. Is he the best assistant coach you ever had? Steve- What's up with the fucking bumping beat? Hey, Mower. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, anybody who can rent two rooms, get a chair, put a pizza in between the two rooms so that he can talk to Herb Jones for two days. <laughs> All right, so these guys are, this is a, this is a old man sports radio nut hut. 
Was this I like think that trans- was at the Crosstown Shootout, wasn't it? I think it, it was Transgender Night, wasn't it? What? Was that it? It was a, it was a Crosstown Shootout. Yeah, no, what it was was all those fags, those, those Catholic fags, I think. All right. Then the big laugh. <laughs> They're dying. They, they love this. That didn't even sound like awkward laughs. So Glenn Kyber's like, thank God. You're taking the heat off me. I'm so glad this happened. I'm getting uh, the suggestion. Is that free beer laughing in the background? Rubber penis. Was this I like think that trans- was at the Crosstown shootout, wasn't it? I think it was transgender night, wasn't it? What? Was that it? It was a, it was a Crosstown shootout. Yeah, no, what it was was all those fags. Those, those Catholic fags, I think. Fine. They were envious they didn't have one. Yeah. 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 Steve, your comments about Bob Huggins. Yeah. Is he the best? He's the best. Yeah. He kind of works. Best ever. Yeah. Is he the best assistant coach yeah. you ever had? Yeah. Yeah. Steve Moeller. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, anybody who can rent two rooms, yeah. get a chair, put a... I got to go back to that and play that. My God, they can get away with anything. <laughs> I, 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 rubber pants. Was this I like think that trans- was at the Crosstown shootout, wasn't it? It was transgender <laughs> night, wasn't it? What? Was that it? It was a, it was a Crosstown <laughs> shootout. Yeah, no, what it was was all those fags, those... those Catholic facts, I think. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. They, were, they were envious they didn't have one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Steve, your comments about Bob Huggins. Is he the best? He's the best. I could do that all day. Uh, Ryan says, by the way, great suggestion that that works so well. And I'm just going to put this right here. The Eric Zane Show would like to remind you this is a work of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of Eric Zane's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Welcome to IMKO, who is here. Thank you. I think you're relatively new. Can you give me some background on you, either on the chat or send me an email? I mean, I pretty much I have uh, a face and uh, background at every person that I see in front of me. Um, I am KO says, you think I'm bad, man, don't you? No, no, I don't. I just don't recognize you. You're new. And I'm always in, interested in who people are. I am KO says I'm an old Freebird Howlings listener from when you guys took over for SNM in the morning. Oh yes, Stephanie Webb and uh, Michael Gray. And he says he frequents Twitch. Well, I am happy. Thank you. Um, how far back on the um, Twitch uh, show do you go? Has it been since I started it? 
And thank you for subscribing with your prime. Ryan says nothing worse than Michael Gray. Michael Gray is knowledgeable, but humorless and nearly impossible to listen to. And when I got fired from BBL, he um, delighted in that. And I will never forget that. Never. I got you fired twice. Fired twice. You suck shit on GRD. You were so bad. They hired a show called Free Bear and Hot Wings. Uh, We came in there. We fucking got his ass fired. And then somehow he hops around from every radio station in the world, winds up on BBL for a short amount of time. I was made available after I got fired. And uh, based on uh, YouTube subscribers, they hired me off the street to replace you, you shithead. Young Adam Schwab says, Gray and Cluck versus uh, Opie and Anthony was the best ever. Yes, that was fun. At least I heard of them. All right. So uh, Huggins says that. By the way, some of the comments. Um, This person writes, uh, Jewish F rhymes with bag, fired. Muslim F rhymes with bag, fired. Catholic F rhymes with bags, This will get no media attention and he will probably keep his job. Um, maybe, maybe, uh, I, I see your point. Uh, don't know why it is that way. This guy says it's because the war on Christianity is disgusting. And shame West Virginia, shame on West Virginia. If they let this slide and don't fire him immediately. Um, well, I think part of that is it isn't so much because it's a war on Christianity. It's just that you're uh, talking about two groups of people, Jews and Muslims, uh, that throughout all of their existence, uh, they've been persecuted. And um, I don't think it's, I mean, you have uh, uh, two things in one. One of those things is not like the other. Does he need to pay? Um, yeah, I think so. Should Do I think he should be fired? Yeah, I, I do. In fact, I would say that Bob, what Bob Huggins said is a million times worse in scope than Glenn Kuyper. Bob Huggins uh, attempted to be, to hurt someone with those words. That was and and I hate comment. That's someone who's hate. What someone who is someone who would like him who is hateful would say that publicly that easily. So absolutely, Bob Huggins should be fired. Tyler agrees. He says it's way worse than Kuiper. He said it on purpose and with malice. Whatever happened to Stephanie Webb? I liked her. Don't know. Don't know. I think she moved. This person writes, he spits out a few slurs and the hosts go, isn't he the best? 
Yeah, those radio guys should be fucking fired too. You know what I would love? If for one of these times when some idiot like Bob Huggins says something, that the people on the on the other end of it, who are like the tip of the spear, so to speak, would actually say, I, I can't believe you just said that. You are quite the fucking scumbag who actually would get offended and, and then um, nip it in the bud, as they say. Um, this person says, seems like we got bigger issues in the world, don't we? And this guy says, yeah, like boycotting Bud Light. Am I right? Ha. This person says he sounds drunk. This person says he sounds fired. Uh, Southerners hate Catholics too. So they'll probably, cause he's in West Virginia. They'll probably give him a raise. I don't know if you can consider West Virginia the South. Can you? Uh, Tobias says this is completely inappropriate what he said, but the two hosts are no better for saying what a great guy. All three should be disciplined immediately. Do the right thing. This guy writes, as a Catholic, Bob Huggins should not be fired. Yeah, a lot of people saying, yeah, it's just a joke. Eh, I don't know about that. Um, the school did weigh in. Who cut the cheese says, oh yeah, fat man Bobby Hug uh, hates the gays. Fire him. That's ridiculous how easy it flowed out of him. Tyler says, I can't believe the host didn't dump it. Yeah, everything runs on a 15-second delay in radio, or it better. Uh, he apologized in a statement. What a stupid apology. Situation is under review by the university and the athletic department. The athletic department. This was on the Bill Cunningham's show. Cunningham! On the Mountaineers men's basketball Twitter page, a statement of apology appeared at 521 yesterday. Earlier today on a Cincinnati radio program, I was asked about the rivalry between my former employer, the University of Cincinnati, and its crosstown rival, Xavier. Yeah, we don't need the background. Everybody knows what you said. During the conversation, I used a completely insensitive and abhorrent phrase that there is simply no excuse for. And I won't try to make one here. I deeply apologize to the individuals I have offended. As well as to the Xavier University community, the University of Cincinnati and West Virginia University. What about all the Catholics? As I have shared with my players over my 40 years of coaching, there are, there are consequences for our words and actions. I will fully accept anything coming my way. I am ashamed and embarrassed and heartbroken for those I have hurt. I must do better, and I will. Oh, come on. 
No, you're not. This is such bullshit. Nearly 20 minutes later, a statement from the school addressing the insensitive, offensive remarks. Uh, Yada, yada. Does not represent our values. We do not condone the use of that language. Situation is under review. Will be addressed by the school and its athletic department. He's 69. Uh, West Virginia graduate. Also coached at Akron, then Cincinnati, then Kansas State before joining the Mountaineers. Very successful coach. 863 wins, 389 losses, almost a 70% winning percentage. Um, yeah, that, that comment, that statement. I would have, again, more respect if he said, yeah, that's a word I use all the time when I'm joking. I don't really hate the F rhymes with bags. He should have actually said it again. I mean, if you're going to get fired, he's going to get fired. If you're going to get fired, um, you got to just, you know, say, hey, yeah, I use that word from time to time. You can't just say you're sorry and hope that it goes away. You, you, you got to do right by yourself, you idiot. Just lean into it. Or you can really lean into it and say, yeah, well, I, I hate gay people. And uh, all Catholics are gays. And, you know, do, really, really just get, you know, go off the deep end on the deal. Uh, and then they won't, they won't know what to do. They'd be like, oh, shit, he, he's just admitting that he, he hates him. Maybe we should leave him on. But. The timing of this, if you're Glenn Kuyper and Dallas Braden, couldn't be better because um, you, uh, well, if it's bad for Huggins because, um, you know, everybody's going to be even more sensitive uh, because of what happened with uh, with Kuyper. Uh, I think that ultimately, excuse me, ultimately this is going to be him getting fired. It should happen sometime today. Wow, what an absolute shit show. Uh, Who cut the cheese says he's not sorry. I agree with you. He's not sorry at all. He should get pissed off and say, I'm not sorry. I'll just uh, uh, speaking frankly and fucking around. uh, People I know well, I was way too comfortable. And uh, that's the way I talk sometimes when I get that way. Do you really think I that was a hateful like lean in? I did you think that was a hateful remark? No. And besides, I'm old. That's what that's what us old folks talk like. That's that's how we talk. We're stupid and old. <clears throat> you can't change us. There's like a cutoff. If you're 62 and above, you talk like a racist homophobe. That's how you explain Anthony Cumia. He's an old fuck. He's a senior citizen. That's what happens. Kidding. No, it's not. I, no, I'm not. I'm not kidding at all. It's true. He's an old fuck. All right. All right. That puts the uh, puts the wraps on that. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you to the Kent County Health Department. If you or someone you know or love is struggling to keep food on the table, 
reach out to the Kent County Health Department or whatever health department that you uh, have near you. Now, in Ottawa County, Michigan, where I live, uh, they might ask you, say, a Pledge of Allegiance to MAGA. Uh, But anyway, that's another story. Um, Reach out to the Kent County Health Department. Either call 616-632-3200 or reach out via the website, accesskent.com slash health. There's all sorts of info on there for you to check out about how you, if you qualify, can have a, uh, a a large number of important food items on your table for free. Um, if you're struggling, if you qualify, you can do this for as long as you want. Thank you to my friends at Kent County Health Department for allowing me to talk about this with you. <clears throat> Excuse me. My God, the managed IT service provider for this show is Blue Frost IT. So you got a smaller or medium-sized business, and uh, you're looking to upgrade your tech. Don't just go and start buying shit. In order to get the right tech for your equipment, you got to have a 30-minute complimentary consultation with Alan from Blue Frost IT right here in West Michigan. You talk to him, tell him what you do in your business in terms of what types of graphics cards you may need, maybe video cards, sound cards, whatever, the amount of uh, space you need or memory, uh, all important things. And if you just depend on yourself to figure all that shit out and just go buy something at Best Buy, you're going to buy too much, uh, too much, too little, or not enough. Wait a minute. Or the uh, too, too little, too much, or the wrong thing. That's what I wanted to say. And then you're fucked. Plus all the time in doing that, who wants to deal with that? Just get that complimentary consultation and have Alan sort through all of that with you. That's how it works with Blue Frost IT. He'll help you get it all set up too. And then he'll uh, take you and make you uh, a customer of his managed IT service provider business. And uh, he does that for me. So if I ever need any technical support, uh, he logs in and fixes it for me. Or he actually comes to my place of business, my studio, or room with my podcast equipment in, and fixes it. <clears throat> Boots on the ground with Blue Frost IT. All right. Moving on. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but here in Michigan, a little fella wandered away from mom and dad in the uh, Porcupine Mountains of Michigan. And hey, you know what? Some of you may have heard at the start of the show that they, uh, that they found him. Okay. You know, I was talking about my dog O'Neill and, and everybody was uh, firing off good jokes about him eating bear shit in the woods or probably hiding under the trailer, watching me leave, like uh, wondering where the fuck is he going? And then one of you pointed out, Hey, you know what? Someone else was found. An eight year old was lost in the porcupine mountains. He was missing for two days. <laughs> You heard Chris, beautiful Grand Rapids, with his luscious beard. God, I cannot imagine the anxiety that these people felt when this little fucker, they realized, hey, where where is he? Josh says, I already heard this story on Chris's podcast. 
Uh, his name was uh, is uh, Nante Niemi. I don't know if his uh, parents are from a faraway land or what, but uh, this this skinny guy here, this is the dude who found him in the Porcupine Mountains. Uh, first of all, I didn't even know Michigan had a mountain range uh, until like pretty recently. They're they're not the biggest thing. It's more like rolling hills. You know, this isn't going to be like uh, the Rocky Mountains or anything like that, but it is a mountain range in uh, a portion of Michigan in the Upper Peninsula. Now, this is really, really rugged terrain. My God, in in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, if you stop uh, at a party store to get a snack, walking from your car to the front door of the store is rugged terrain. You're going to fight off elk, bear, wolves, coyotes, uh, cougars, bobcats, just to get in there to go get a fucking Red Bull. And I guess mom and dad were like uh, collecting firewood or something, and then the little the little dude, he's only eight, wandered away. <clears throat> he got Blair witched. He turned around. He couldn't find out where the, he didn't know where the fuck he was. He ends up um, smart enough to stop moving. And after a period of time, he sat down by a big log. And uh, that's a Robert Plant song, by the way. And uh, he just waited. And, and the poor little dude for like uh, overnight, he waited. And then on day number two, this guy here with all this gear on, he found him and then here this is a picture of him uh walking him back piggyback style now all this shit that this mountain man has um that's all standard issue up up there and from where i am up the kids wear that at school you know every kid uh has that and with like weaponry all the kids bring guns to school and they, uh, they all like, you know, that's like normal. It's, it's a, it's just mandatory rule. You have to bring guns to school here. Um, and, and look like this and you see how lean and strong this fucker is. That's because everybody up here walks to work. And if they're hungry, they go out and just kill something and bring it back fresh. And then they eat all of it. Uh, no one has electricity. You don't need it. Uh, because you know, there's no need for a refrigerator because when, like, if he wants a Turkey, just go get a Turkey. Uh, from the time he gets hungry to the time he sits down to eat is about 40 minutes. And that amount of time, uh, he'll kill the Turkey with his bare hands. The pot is boiling. They throw it in the pot and then they just boil it. And then they eat it feathers and all they eat all of it. It's gone. Bones, organs, that's what people here do. And because of the process of walking out in the woods every day to get, and he has to do it three times a day to go out and get three square meals, um, you remain very lean, strong. This guy, this young dude who found the kid, he's uh, 104. And, uh, you know, he's lean and mean and strong. And uh, young looking, that's the way they are up here. The average lifespan for a person from where I live 
all the way up through the UP is about three or 400 years. The little kid visits and he's in a place called Ontonagon County. If you looked up how many people live in Ontonagon County, I'm guessing it's a couple thousand. Ontonagon population. County population. Uh, in an entire county, is it's down. Uh, in 19, oh, it's really, really dropped. In 1975, there was 11,400 people that lived there, which is nothing for a county. Counties are big. Now it's 5,868. The whole fucking county. So we are talking uh, desolate. Kent describes these people as pedophiles. I I don't know if I can go that far. I wouldn't, I, I, I don't know about that. Uh, Chris says lots of waterfalls. Kyle says he expected the Rocky Mountains to be bigger. John Denver is full of shit. Jimmy says he's over there playing with a mountain lion. Chris says those mountains are beautiful up there, but they're not huge. No, they're just like hills. I love Kent. Did you hear they found him? All right. So the search party goes out, and uh, this is the dude that found him, this, this nice chap. The Michigan State Police up there organized the search party. I knew as soon as they said he was uh, missing, uh, they were going to find that find that kid quickly. You know, they're they're these are experienced trackers up there. Everybody's a tracker. He was found two miles from the family's campsite. They're from neighboring Wisconsin. It was a volunteer who found the uh, kid under or near a log. The boy was there the whole time. He went missing Saturday at one while gathering the firewood. 150 of these local shit kickers uh, around. Yeah, they, they, well, what happens is, um, you remember like on Anchorman when they go news team assemble and they like blow that conch shell? They do that there too. And then, uh, 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 and they don't speak English. That's how they communicate. So the uh, uh, state police uh, commandant, he gathers around the locals and they got their gear and they're all like, and they're all hunched over and knuckles are on the ground. And uh, the chief speaks UP and he goes, and then they all go, and they just run off and they're gone. The authorities said, stay away. Like the cops actually said, we have our search team, uh, community members, 
or people who want to help, it's too late. Don't come near here. See, they, they don't want people, the outside world, to see how they do this. It's a mystery. Uh, he didn't say it like that, though. He went, <coughs> and then the people said, okay, gotcha. Good to go. But I cannot imagine the anxiety. Can you imagine having an eight-year-old child and they're lost? The uh, horrible uh, scenarios that your uh, brain is presenting to you about what could be happening to the little guy. What What a, uh, if you think, I mean, I, I almost uh, lost my shit. Well, I did when I, when O'Neill, when I discovered that O'Neill was the here waiting for me, I got out of the car. I was like, <laughs> it wasn't a long of a cry, but I definitely cried and my tears did come out of my eyes. I was so happy to see him. Um, Kyle writes the ugh, the thought of having a kid is awful. <laughs> um, that's not for everybody. Uh, have you ever thought about, side note, have you ever thought though, Kyle, I mean, what happens if you're old and, uh, there's no one left to take care of you? Have you thought about what you're going to do? Uh, that I, I, I like the idea that my children are here to help me if I get old or when I get old, doesn't that register in any way? Um, or the idea that um, Kyle says, that's why I have nieces and nephews. They'll take care of me. You better hope. I would start laying the groundwork now. Um, Jimmy says, good way to get rid of a kid. This story's taking a terrible turn. Yeah, the amount of anxiety that you would feel. Fuck. Kyle says, you better hope your kids will take care of you. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I've, I've laid the groundwork already. And I, and I, I went about it like this. I said, look, if I ever get to a point where I can't survive on my own, you can't put me in a home and I'm not going to survive that long with you. Even if it's only a few years time that's not a big deal okay um considering what moms and dads do for their kids when my brain becomes porridge i'm gonna i'm gonna need you i don't want to be fucking alone i need somebody to play checkers with and talk to me Josh uh, paints it as the money saved not having kids will pay for a thousand times better care than when many kids chuck you into a home. Hmm, Interesting. Linda says your nieces and nephews will be too busy taking care of their parents. Bob says I wipe your ass. You have to wipe mine. Aram says, what if the, what if the uh, NFK is the only one left? He'll be Eric's caretaker. <laughs> Fuck. 
My God, no. Uh, Linda has an insurance policy that covers two years of assisted care. I only have a son. Boys aren't great at stuff like that. They'll figure it out. Imagine if your son had to wipe your ass, how mortified he'd be. He'd actually see where the babies fly out. Uh, Fuck. That'd be rough. I think it's it's easier to clean a baby's ass than it is for a, another one adult to clean another adult's ass. My wife is such a trooper. When my mother was alive, God rest her soul, she had an accident or two when my wife was staying with her, helping her, because as she got older, she needed some assistance. And my wife did that. My wife is such a trooper, she wiped my mom's asshole. Fuck me. I got the best wife on the planet, man. I love her so much. Jesus. I really, really uh, grow fond. The the heart grows fond and I'm away. I already said that once, I know. All right. So anyway, uh, the boy was found. Um, on On the Patreon, I've got another person who was missing who was found. I have questions. And that happened in Michigan, too. Uh, you can call Chris and he'll give you the lowdown. AI voice cloning. We need to talk about AI voice cloning. I still don't understand. Uh, did you ever hear that Selena Gomez was given a kidney in order to survive? Yeah. Um, she was the recipient of a kidney from another child actor named Francia Reza. Interesting. Why is that coming up? Well, there's drama between the woman who gave Gomez the kidney, Francia Reza, and Gomez. There, how could there be fucking be drama? She gave you a kidney. I'll discuss that on the Patreon. And whatever the fuck else I can come up with between now and then. Uh, as always, if you want the full, all the details on these stories, before I talk about them, call Chris. Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling, Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. Thank you, Senor Martinez. Maureen writes, got to go. Dog with a broken leg needs rescue. Wish me luck. Oh, my God. I don't know how you do that. You are so great. You are a real trooper. A&E heating and cooling. Get that thing tuned up. Your furnace, damn it, your air conditioner before you turn it on. 616-516-8579. If you are in West Michigan, make this a priority, please. $79. Before you start to turning that thing on where it's on for so many hours a day, you want to get it, you want to get it running as efficiently as possible. Uh, a tune-up slash cleaning needs to happen. Otherwise, um, it's going to cost more to run that thing and to cool your home, so it's essentially going to pay for itself. 616-516-8579 for Senor Martinez. Thank you for sponsoring the show. Uh, Berlin Raceway. There's racing this weekend. Let me check on this. You go to Berlin. All right, everything stopped working. B. E. 
to get tickets. And I want you to get tickets. Uh, you got to check this out. If you've never been, the affordable family fun of uh, racing is spectacular. If you're new to it, you might want to bring the ear protection. They have ear protection there. You can get uh, you can get ear protection. But uh, BerlinRaceway.com is where you go. Uh, tickets, just $14. Uh, at the gate, it goes up to 17 You can buy them in advance at BerlinRaceway.com. Uh, all the way up to race time. Kids 15 and under free. You can bring coolers in. And uh, ladies are free, too, because this is the Mother's Day celebration coming up. So let's add that. Tickets are $14, unless if you're a mom. Moms are free. Kids 15 and under are free. So essentially, if you're a husband, wife with 10 kids, you're just paying 14 bucks to get in for dad. That's awesome. The parking is free. The drinks are cheap. Uh, you can bring in a cooler with all the food you want. 12 by 8 on the cooler. Uh, no glass and no alcohol. They serve the alcohol there. This is great. What a bargain. That's right. Mother's Day this weekend. That means uh, when I get back Thursday, I got I to gotta, I gotta get after this. Uh, the mother in my life, my wife. She, the mother of my children. Let me ask you this. If uh, you're blessed enough to have your mother... Uh, still alive. Who gets the more, the bigger accolade? Your mother or the, or the mother of your children? Are they one in one A, interchangeable? Or is it mom and then your wife? Or do you like really uh, roll out the red carpet for your wife and just don't tell your mom and you get her like the fucking cherries, berries or some shit? Or fucking flowers. I don't know. I always struggle with coming up with something creative to give my wife. Um, Adam says, my wife by a nose. Chris says, what about the mother-in-law? Oh, yes. Okay. So, I'm going to go with my wife is one, but don't tell your, but don't, but don't make it seem that way with your mom. Make it seem like she's number one. And then mother-in-law, you also got to roll out the red carpet for. Don't tell anybody what's going on. And then like your stepmom, like Joanne is like a mother to me. What are you planning to do or get for the big Mother's Day, big fraud? Looking to steal ideas. Fuck, dude, don't look at me. I got to think about that today. Shit. Jimmy says, take a camping. Let it go gather firewood. Yeah, right. Uh, finally today, hello to M37 Hackers. A great time in Middleville. Uh, golf simulation. All the joys of golfing, the greatest courses on the planet. 
in the comfort of the simulation booth. M37 hackers, bring some pals, bring a cooler full of beer, and have at it. Uh, Rent a bay for 40 bucks, 269-205-2095. M37 hackers in Middleville. Like X-Golf, but less expensive. 269-205-2095. You'll pay at least $20 or or more an hour for X-Golf. M37 Hackers, quite a value, 269-205-2095. Look them up online. Just search M37 Hackers and uh, get more information. All right. It is time for the asshole of the day. Yesterday, I put Glenn Kuyper and uh, Bearded Dude. What's his name again? And uh, speaking of Kuyper, Tim Kuyper, I swear I'm going to come out to see you. To get uh, my new dry erase board. Oh. Thank you in the past for coming over my house and giving that to me, but you don't have to do that. Excuse me. If you have a not, oh boy, I'm very gassy today. All right, your asshole of the day today brought to you by TC Paintball. It's got to be Bob Huggins. Are you kidding me? Fuck me. This guy. Shit. What an asshole. That is your asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Kyle's comment concerning Mother's Day. Well, I'm excluded from this scenario. Interesting. If you ever have kids, it'd be two dads. And, uh, well, you know, I mean, I don't know. Is mom still with us? If she's not, well, then. Maybe somebody is a motherly figure. Uh, Jimmy says, please be careful up there, Eric. Oh, I absolutely am. In fact, I have um, a uh, gas can full of uh, used oil, gasoline, and uh, paint thinner. It's to be disposed of. And I was just going to throw it in the fire. But then I said, no, I'm not going to do that. Because it'll probably blow up on me. Well, I mean, I know it blow up on me. But I got to figure out a better way to dispose of it. I'm not going to do that. Who cut the cheese says seven 30 second commercials. What the fuck Twitch? I know they do that. What they're trying to get you to do because for the, what I use on the platform, they've got to make money on it somehow. So they're trying to incentivize it to get you to sign up for Amazon prime. When you sign up for Amazon Prime, however much that is, um, you'll have a tendency to shop, and they give you a free link to my Twitch. Um, Well, that you can link up your Amazon Prime account for free, and then you can subscribe, and then you will not see those commercials after you set it all up and then refresh it. That's how that works. I think. Fuck, I don't know. I'll just do this show. Okay. Thank you guys. I appreciate you as always. 
being part of this show. If you're new, hey, so if you're new or returning after a long time away because there's a little bit of scuttle uh, about that, uh, my old show subreddit. Look, thank you for checking it out again. Uh, you can call, you can uh, email me and ask me any question or on my subreddit, the Eric Zane Show subreddit. I'm an open book. If you've had a problem with me in the past, I'll be happy to explain myself if you have any questions. Otherwise, I just hope you enjoyed the show. Ultimately, that's all I'm concerned about is whether or not you're having a good time listening to this show. And uh, God willing, you will. Okay, have a good one, folks. Thank you. Bye-bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.